Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Wednesday Wisdom on the Educational AD Podcast. We'll be right back with today's Wednesday Wisdom guest, but we want to give a shout out to our podcast partners, the Florida Coaches Coalition, the Global Community of Women in High School Sports, and We Coach. These are three great groups that you really need to be a part of. So check them out and uh, help support athletics here in the United States. We also uh, want to give a shout out to our sponsors. So don't hit that fast forward button. Take the next three minutes and listen to our uh, sponsors' uh, messages because they're all great companies. And if you're not using them, you should check them out. So let's give our sponsors their moment. We want to say thanks to Sideline Interactive, indoor scoring tables and video boards. You've heard me say before that we have a Sideline Interactive indoor score table in our gym, and it's just fantastic. Uh, we use it for home games, of course, but we also use it for pep rallies, for signing ceremonies. Their products are tremendously versatile, and their customer service is just outstanding. Go to sidelineinteractive.com. Check them out today. That's sidelineinteractive.com. We also want to say thanks to Wall of Fame by Vital Signs. You know, they're on a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. The Wall of Fame is an interactive touchscreen console that highlights your school's top performers, both past and present, in athletics, academics, and the arts. But Wall of Fame is so much more than that. It's an extensive content program that allows you to tell more compelling stories that will better engage your audience. Go to vitalsignswalloffame.com to check out their products. And when you're ready to order, use the link vitalsignswalloffame.com slash Jake and get 5% off. That's vitalsignswalloffame.com slash Jake. We also want to say thanks to uh, hometown ticketing, the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. Go to hometownticketing.com. They're going to show you how to sell your tickets online, not just for athletic events, but for things like school dances, school plays, even graduation. And every step of the way, hometown's going to provide you with a dedicated client success manager that's providing hands-on support. That's every step of the way. Go to hometownticketing.com and get started today. Simple and easy online ticketing. We also want to say thank you to Gipper. Go to gipper.com and see how athletic directors are creating world-class marketing content for their school's social media channels. You can do it in seconds on any device and you don't need any design experience. Use our podcast code ADPOD10 and you'll get 10% off. That's gipper.com. Create custom content for your school's social media channel. We also want to say thanks to Huddle. Go to huddle.com and change the way you see the game. Huddle is going to provide you, your coaches, your teams, and your student athletes the tools that you need to compete at the highest level. Go to huddle.com and you're going to find a professional-grade solution to the challenges that you face. At Huddle, we believe in sports and teams believe in Huddle. Join the 6 million users and turn your school into a huddle school. That's huddle.com. We also want to say thanks to Snap Mobile. Go to snapraise.com and check out their entire suite of platforms, including Snap Store, Snap Manage, Snap Connect, and Snap Raise, their fundraising platform that we have used with great success. And they've helped schools just like yours raise over $700 million. They even have a program where you can get your funding before you actually start your fundraiser. I don't think any other program has that. Go to snapraise.com 
and find out about the entire Snap Mobile family. That's snapraise.com. We also want to say thanks to Final Forms. Go to finalforms.com and prepare for your best season ever. Final Forms can help your stakeholders with um, things like reminders about policies and physicals. They can help your coaches with communication and attendance. And for you as an athletic director, Final Forms can help with eligibility and rosters and all the reports that come across your desk. You know, it's time that you talk to a team that's walked in your shoes. To take those next steps, go to finalforms.com slash Jake. That's finalforms.com slash Jake and get started with Final Forms. And we want to thank Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack. Go to athleticsurveys.com and find out how they can create a custom survey that allows you to take the pulse of your student athletes and your parents. Athletic directors typically only hear from that 2%, that disgruntled parent or maybe a frustrated athlete. And we need to hear from them so we can affect positive changes in our program. But athletic surveys allows you to hear back from the 98% that really love and support your program. That's a tremendously valuable tool to have when you're talking with your boss, your school board, or that disgruntled parent. If you've never used a survey to take the pulse of your parents or your student athletes, you're really missing out. Talk to the pros at Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack and let them help you take your athletic program from good to great. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Wednesday Wisdom on the Educational AD Podcast. We have one of our founding team members, uh, Michelle Meyer. If you're new to the podcast, uh, Michelle was a college uh, athlete, a college coach. She was also the director of NIL for San Diego State University's uh, athletic department, one of the very first to uh, be in that position. And she is the founder and CEO of the NIL Network, uh, probably the go-to source for all things NIL. And uh, well, first of all, Michelle, welcome back to Wednesday mm -hmm. Wisdom. Thanks for having me, Jake. Okay, always a great time uh, talking with you. Um, there's been some changes uh, since the last time we uh, visited. So uh, bring us up to date. Let us know what's going on with uh, all things NIL. Yeah, um, good to be back. I think it's been a, a couple months here and, and quite a few changes on on my side of things. Um, I think probably the biggest one most recently, I actually left my position at San Diego State about a month and a half ago to pursue NIL Network full-time, um, and it's been a uh, quite an adventure so far over the last month and a half of getting, you know, the website updated, the services finally out and launched um, to the world, and, and now working on some pretty cool um, projects around the NIL space. So, um, yeah, I was, we were just talking before we started recording, but last week was probably one of the, the busiest weeks of my life. Um, I ended up finally getting launched NIL Verified, which is the first to market um, athlete NIL service provider verification uh, process. So I know I've mentioned this on, I think probably in October last time we spoke, but basically I have partnered with an attorney who's a former compliance director at Oklahoma um, to put together this process and my attorney will look over, make sure, you know, it's normal business vetting process, and then also looks over the terms and uh, or the standard contract that they have athletes sign into to make sure that the terms that are in there are fair and equitable for the athletes. Um, because in the first couple of years of NIL, I think that 
what I've seen, and especially being in-house at San Diego State and talking to other NIL directors across the country, that there are a lot of, you know, new industry, a lot of new startups uh, coming into the space. And unfortunately, there are a couple out there that don't have the athlete's best interest at heart um, and are asking them to sign into contracts, which are going to be really hard for some of these athletes to get out of uh, down the road. And this process, NIL Verified, is meant to bring together companies that, you know, are transparent, that prove that they are fair, um, athlete first, athlete driven, uh, to become part of this network that then I can go out and talk to different, you know, athletic directors and coaches and athletes and say, hey, like, you're looking for service providers, somebody to help you navigate this space, whether that's the different marketplaces, e-commerce platforms, uh, agencies, marketing support, um, those kind of things. This is now a network where you can trust in those companies. Um, their contracts have been vetted by a third party, which unfortunately, um, I guess going back to athletes reading and vetting their own contracts, they're just not yet at a place where they're going to pay four or five hundred dollars to get a contract read um, by by an attorney. So I'm hoping that this helps with that process a little bit. So that was very exciting to get out. We launched with eight uh, inaugural members um, and kind of had one from every sub-industry in there from a marketplace and education platform, e-commerce, uh, legal services. So I uh, now have a ton of meetings this week of interested businesses to be a part of that. So very positive problems there. But um, additionally, I did the first cohort of the NIL Accelerator, which is a um, four hour long course that really gives an overview of the entire industry, kind of where it was at before, what happened in the first couple of years, the um, stats around it, uh, what the universities are providing for their NIL programs, what different, you know, different sub industries are within the space. I mean, gosh, four hours, we cover a lot of what's in uh, the NIL world. So those both launched last, last week um, that are up on the website now. And I also got to go up to LA to record a little podcast segment on NIL with um, actually an, an NFL athlete and uh, a football athlete at UCLA and a little Hollywood studio. Um, so it's very fancy, but busy week. And now we're moving forward. <laughs> well, again, there's there's just so many uh, things that I, I want to talk about, and I know our time's limited. We'll do this at the end, but go ahead and give out, um, you know, your website location. And uh, again, if somebody wants to get in touch with you, what's the best way to do that? Yeah. So website nilnetwork.com. Uh, I think probably the best way to get uh, in touch with me, email michelle at nilnetwork.com um, every Wednesday evening, including this Wednesday evening. Actually, I guess every Wednesday, it's kind of turning into every other Wednesday just because of conflicts, but I host an open kind of Q&A where anyone can pop on and ask some questions about NIL anywhere that they're um, thinking about. So those are, those are available as well. Uh, again, NIL network. And uh, again, you, you see this um, from uh, a number of different angles, as we mentioned, you know, former D1 athlete and coach and an actual NIL uh, from the compliance standpoint with San Diego state. And now, you know, full-time with NIL network. Um what are some, uh, and again, we're talking college here, uh, cause high school is a different animal. Uh, what are some examples that you've seen 
um, as a professional, some, let's say good uses of NIL or good results, because again, there's the athlete income, but there's also, you know, the taxes, uh, the contracts, how long is it, um, you know, uh, the whole eligibility thing. Uh, what are some good examples of NIL and then maybe some, you know, pitfalls or things to avoid uh, as people begin to um, have their own experiences with NIL? Uh, anything you yeah. can share with us? Yeah, what I really have started to like to see, and I still think it's very much just scratching the surface of where this is going to go, but some of those local businesses that have been getting involved with athletes. So it just makes so much sense for them. You know, the local restaurants around any college campus, um, some of those local businesses, and, you know, they're not life-changing money partnerships. It is like most of the time, probably free meals to come in, you know, once a week. But I think that those are are the type of partnerships that both sides are actually really winning. Uh, the athletes, of course, can get their their meals or maybe a little bit of cash on top. And the restaurants are getting, um, you know, uh, the athletes are posting through their social media channels and they get eyeballs on their restaurant from normal students on campus um, and hitting that, that 18 to 24 year old demographic that's hard to get in front of. Um, I would say some of the, the pitfalls that aren't quite clear yet, and you kind of mentioned it like, Taxes is on, I think, everyone's mind around this time of year, always. Um, but I think that, you know, we haven't heard a lot of those stories yet, but that's definitely a concern because these um, deals that athletes are doing are independent contractor uh, contracts. So they're not getting any taxes taken out. They're getting, if they say they're getting paid $1,000, they get a check for $1,000. And I think that there's a bit of gap of education of, well, you probably need to put away a couple hundred of that uh, for, for tax season when it comes around. Um, I'd also say that something that hasn't really been discussed, and I don't think we'll see this for another couple of years, is like any potential mental health implications, because this is essentially another avenue of, of comparison across, you know, not only athletes within your, your teammates, but also across your sports at a school and going, hey, why does that athlete get a deal and I'm not getting this deal? Or, you know, spending more time on social media and trying to really just, you know, grow that in a different way. And I don't, I don't know. There's a lot of studies out about social media right now and kind of the impact that it has on everyone. Um, and also like, I mean, the younger generations as well. So definitely watching those couple of things, Pell Grant implications that kind of goes, I guess, financially with taxes as well. Um, but I think that's something that more athletes I wish were aware of because that's not going to affect the 0.01% that are making millions, but that would be impactful for an athlete that's just making you know, a thousand bucks or whatnot. And all of a sudden that they get their Pell Grant reevaluated and, you know, every two years and they come back and go, oh shoot, because I made that thousand, I pushed it to this level and now I've lost 3000. I did that work for losing money essentially. So those are a couple of things that just looking out for. Yeah. Uh, again, and it's still, um, the, the landscape probably changes. Uh, I won't say every day, but frequently, uh, as far as what's legal and what's not legal. Um, going to put you on the spot here, uh, ambush question. Um, you know, as an athlete yourself, you know, you competed NCAA and as a coach, so the rules, you know, you know, it's, you know, tuition, it's scholarship money and nothing else. The school can't provide any, uh, additional benefits. Um, now, uh, and this is an extreme example, so I'll, I'll frame it that way. Uh, there was a case of a, uh, student athlete, that was recruited by a division one school 
uh, and you assume they're going to get a full scholarship. But along with that, there was a, a local business that was providing an NIL uh, benefit, if you will, that was multiple millions of dollars. And at some point that deal fell through and it was no longer going to be there. The athlete decommits from that school. So a, a cynical person uh, might look at that and say, well, that university was buying that athlete and it, you know, no different from, you know, a lot of the recruiting scandals from years and years ago. Um, What's your take on that uh, and getting at your crystal ball? Where do you see NIL, you know, possibly going? Uh, any comment yeah. on that? Yeah, um, that was a uh, a very uh, public public case that that just kind of happened. I don't know, month and a half ago, two months ago. But um, you know, the NCAA uh, just had a, more additional guidance that I believe started at the beginning of January that is kind of crazy because it's not at all how they have done reporting of violations before, to my knowledge at least, but it's like the assumption of guilt. So NCAA and not, they actually had this in place before that whole incident um, came about. They just hadn't gone into effect until January, but it's saying that basically they see headlines, they see tweets, things like that of claiming, you know, that athletes have signed into massive NIL deals before signing their NL. I, which I don't, I wish those were not so close together because I think it's confusing, but um, yeah. And so presumption of guilt where then the school has the, uh, has to prove that they are not guilty and that these tweets and that these stories were um, false in whatever regard uh, to try to make that a little bit more accountable. Because I think that that exact story uh is what people were fearful about with nil um i mean it's been happening for decades right we've all heard about the bags of cash under the table type uh situations and now it's just out very publicly and a lot of these boosters and donors um either you know they they're not bound by the ncaa so it's really what is that you know how can the NCAA even go about this which is a lot of kind of the chatter i see right now if they go to enforce this new rule you know are they finding the school they've made it pretty clear that they don't want to impact athletes eligibility uh anymore but it's a it's a it's a tough situation and now you know we were talking a little bit about how the high school associations or the states have changed their rules to allow nil in high school it's like is that that's almost a new floodgate that's open for these boosters and donors to get in there and and tamper a bit with the recruiting process I don't know what the answer is. I think it is massively compl uh, complex and um, just we all kind of knew it was going to happen, though. I don't know. That's the crazy part. <laughs> well, and, and again, um, thanks for that setup. You know, the complexity that we've alluded to here is real. And that's why we need a resource like the NIL network. So uh, um, give our listeners um uh, just a little nugget, and then we're, I know you're very busy. We're going to let you go. But um, what are some, again? What are some of the services that that really stick out for you uh, that make NIL Network stand apart uh, from, or why people should go to your website? And then let's give out the website address one more time. Yeah. So I mean, NIL Network. I started it November of 2020, really to try to pull together resources to help 
athletes, coaches, administrators understand all the changes that were coming the following year. What it has evolved into now at this point is really um, kind of a connector, I would say, of the industry, of all the different stakeholders that are, you know, evolving or not revolving <laughs> around uh, NIL. So, you know, I have the accelerated. The reason I put that together is because I was having a ton of people that were going, hey, I need to get caught up on NIL. I need to get caught up fast. Can you tell me everything you know about it? And I'm going, okay, that's like two and a half years, probably, you know, tens of thousands of articles deep, but can I pull together a four hour course to help these people who would like to understand it? And they also would like to, you know, be involved in the industry in some capacity, whether that's on the university side, high school, we had a, a club coach um, that's helping his athletes with the recruiting process last weekend. Um, so connecting them or educating them in a place that prepares them to be part of that industry. And then I'm also hoping it's helpful on the other side for the, the universities that are hiring NIL specific roles, um, the service providers that are growing and hiring employees. They're leaving those positions up for a very, very long time because they can't find anyone who really understands the landscape of this industry. Um, and so trying to connect those to the athlete, um, that NIL verified is meant to help both the athletes understand who is a safe and transparent company in this space, but then also to allow the service providers to like the, the good ones to differentiate themselves, um, to be able to stand up and go, Hey, like we are different than this other company within my industry, because we are NIL verified. We have proved that we, you know, are fair and transparent, um, to athletes. And then, the last thing I'm I'm working on that I uh, haven't really marketed out so much yet, but I did my annual audit of the universities and NIL programs um, database a month and a half ago now. But I was going, man, I I think that you know at, once you get outside the power five, I think we can do better in terms of the resources that are being provided to athletes, and I don't think it needs a massive budget. Like it's simple things like can we update the website, put some of these type of documents and support to help your athletes and your local community understand the space and, you know, start to get involved. And so I've started building strategic roadmaps for universities um, to build their NIL programs pretty much on, on a budget uh, to pull together some of those things. So helping admins to provide that support for their athletes. Um, and yeah, those are kind of all the different pieces that I'm working on right now, but it's a, it's a fun time. Well, again, we appreciate you sharing with with our listeners, and um, yeah, I, I think it's definitely needed because you know, there's a ton of questions out there, you know, especially at the high school level. Uh, I'm sure it's multiplied even more collegiately, uh, and it's good to have a resource uh, like you that people can look to. Um, one more time, let's give out the website and uh, how they can get in touch with you. Yep. Yeah, so website is nilnetwork.com. Um, I'm also on Instagram at NIL Network and probably the, the easiest way to get in touch with me. Well, even though I'm a little backed up on emails right now, it's my working to-do list is through email, uh, Michelle at nilnetwork.com or join us on a, a Wednesday evening for the, the Q&A, which has had some really good conversations on it recently. Um, over the past couple of weeks, I think we've had around I don't know, eight to 10 people join, which are bigger groups than what it normally looks like. Um, and yeah, just everyone is, you know, it's from students to people who are starting NIL companies to admins um, who are working in the space, coaches, parents, athletes. It's a fun time. Everyone pops on and just has a good conversation for about 30 minutes. And they can find that on the website. Yep, that is on the website. 
All right. Well, Michelle Meyer, NIL Network, thanks so much as always for uh, sharing with us on Wednesday Wisdom. Uh, I'm excited to uh, um, think about the changes that uh, are going to be taking place the next time we have you on. (laughs) Thanks so much. For listeners, we do this every Wednesday and just about every day uh, on uh, the Educational Lady Podcast. We also upload our episodes to the Educational Lady Podcast YouTube channel. We appreciate you listening. Check out the NIL Network. And uh, thanks again for listening to the Educational Lady Podcast. We'll see you next time. Always a great time with Michelle Meyer. Uh, before we go, I uh, want to give a shout out to our partners, We Coach the global community of women in high school sports and the Florida coaches coalition and to our sponsors. Uh, we only have eight of them. Uh, I've used them all uh, directly or indirectly uh, and you should use them too. Uh, athletic surveys by life track. That's athleticsurveys.com. Uh, start taking the pulse of your parents and your student athletes. Sideline interactive indoor score tables and video boards. You can find out more at sidelineinteractive.com. Wall of Fame by Vital Signs, uh, bring your school's legacy to life with a Wall of Fame touchscreen console. That's vitalsignswalloffame.com slash Jake. Uh, Gipper, create custom content for your school's social media channel. Uh, Use our code ADPOD10. That's gipper.com. Hometown ticketing, simple and easy online ticketing. Uh, Go to hometownticketing.com for more information. Uh, huddle um, as a football coach i used huddle as an ad we were a huddle school go to huddle.com find out all the things they can do for you your coaches and your athletes snap mobile go to snapraise.com check out their entire suite of platforms that's snapraise.com and final forms uh, go to finalforms.com jake uh, they are there to help you plan the best season you've ever had. That's finalforms.com slash Jake. We'll see you next time on Wednesday Wisdom on the Educational AD Podcast. Mm-hmm.